We're live. Batman O'Clock. Lots to talk about today, so we're gonna get right to it. It's two, two Tuesday is the word on the street. I'm joined once again, as I always am on these days, with Steve and Scotty, the double S team. How's What's it going, guys? Thanks for joining me. Two, 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 Tuesday. Heck yeah, man. DC, doing stuff and things. <laughs> doing a lot. Steve right away was like, it's a very DC heavy show today. And so I got nothing. <laughs> he's got nothing. But it is a DC heavy show today, but there is one. That, but the reason I would suppose for it is that they have something to prove, whereas Marvel's like, you're going to enjoy Doctor Strange too. Cameos, blah, blah, blah. We got a lot to talk about today, though. So we got to get right to the facts. This is what we're talking about on the show today. Chameleon news just dropped. We got some email questions to answer. Spider-Man. Spider-Man might never be coming back again. They're, they're maybe never, ever in a movie whatsoever. Um, Peacemaker. Did you, I don't know if anyone saw the Peacemaker finale, but Justice League was present. DCEU apparently has a plan. Doctor Strange leaks. Henry Cavill is in the Flash or not? We don't know. And of course, the Batman, which is released in like a week today, guys. One week today, people will have seen the Batman. Not us. Well, I don't know about Scotty, but not us. Oh, I'm trying. Have, I'm going. Yeah, you go. We. I can't see it on that day, even if I tried. Um, but here we are. A week away from the Batman. So we got to get right to it. Let's go. The Chameleon has been cast for the new Craven the Hunter movie. Uh, Fred Heshinger is going to play the Chameleon in Sony's Craven the Hunter film. Scotty, how well do you know the Chameleon? Do you know this actor at all? And does this make you any more excited for the Craven the Hunter film? The actor... The actor doesn't look familiar to me offhand. Has he been in other things? I'd have to Google him. But Chameleon as a character is cool. Um, being able to camouflage, things like that. I'm curious if Craven is going to hunt him. Because, uh, you know, they have a lot of rogues gallery of villains. And in comics, historically, they always fight before. Yeah. Uh, you know, because they're both villains. You know, they both have agendas. But I think it would be cool if he teamed up with them afterwards. You know what I mean? They have a that to test their powers against each other. Something along those lines. The actor they picked for Craven. Um, he's the kid from Kickass, right? Yeah. Kickass, yeah, it's Kickass. He is gonna crush it. I could, I just, you know, it's funny. He got a little taste of it when he was Quicksilver, and I think he uh got hooked into like being a part of a bigger universe so i'm excited about yeah you might be right i mean he had he was he was really good in kick-ass i thought and then he uh he went on to become the only marvel character to die that was a not a villain i thought (laughs) maybe he was at some point a villain steve chameleon how familiar are you with chameleon chameleon and uh other than you know karma 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 chameleon (laughs) <laughs> and Craven the Hunter. Are you looking forward to Craven the Hunter at all? I am actually, yeah, because that's one that it's it's going to be kind of like Venom, where they have to create a whole different story backstory for him. Because I don't think they're going to be able to do what they did in the comics, uh, uh, like like they did with Venom. So I, I have a feeling it's going to be a a different take on the character. That's why I'm not entirely convinced that he's facing Chameleon. I could see it being 
Chameleon might be part of the organization that hires Craven for whatever reason, or brings Craven to the city to for, for whatever reason Craven's in the city for. So I'm not convinced he's necessarily going to be uh, an, an opposition force for Craven. I don't have the deadline article in front of me, guys, but I believe in it. It reports that Chameleon will be Craven's brother in the movie, and the and no one knows who Russell Crowe is playing. Yeah, that look, Steve, I think sums it up. No one knows who Russell Crowe is playing, but um, rumor has it that Russell Crowe will be the father of Craven the Hunter, which is kind of like that casting, actually, if yeah. that's the case. So we don't know about that. Uh, but the rumor that, that they could be making Chameleon, Chameleon the uh, Craven the Hunter's brother, does that, how does that uh, make you feel, Steve? Let's start with you on this one. Do you, are you in with that? I'm down for it. That's fine. Um, to me, my you know the characters weren't as big uh, as big as some of the other Spider-Man characters that we've seen before. So if they want to take some liberties with the character backstories, it's, it's not offensive to me. Scotty, I was uh, doing homework because I th I was going to say I thought he was related to somebody, and I for whatever reason thought it was the Scorpion character, but uh -huh. no, it would make Gargan? sense. Half brother of Sergey. Cravenoff. Mm, there so, you go. Yeah, comic accurate. I don't um, know if it's in the comics, but in the old Spider-Man cartoon, wasn't um, Chameleon from the Soviet? I think, or was he? He was. He was from from from, from, yeah. from overseas. Anyway, like he wasn't. Um, mm -hmm. He wasn't Af based out of Africa. Russian. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 makes like I said, interesting spin on the character to make them brothers. But I'm okay with. Right, right now you've got um, Craven the Hunter, Chameleon, Venom. Let's throw Carnage in there. Morbius is coming up with it, and you have Madam Web. All of those are coming in this in this uh, Sony verse right now of the Spider-Man stuff. Do you think that this universe can live without ever introducing Spider-Man, or at some point is Spider-Man, whether it be Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield? Or Tobey Maguire, like someone's got to show up in this universe. Do you think it needs a Spider-Man, or can it live on its own without it? I think it could live on its own. I think it it will succeed more if it has a Spider-Man character to play off of. And you know, you mentioned yeah. th those three actors, those three Spider-Mans. You know, it's the multiverse. <laughs> so you can any Spider-Man you want, you've got. <laughs> you know, so it could, you know, if they can't get Tom Holland, if they can't get Tobey Maguire. Well, hey, let's just bring up Miles Morales. You know, there's there's, there's lots of options. I'll be interested to see. I'm kind of down with a Miles Morales showing up. Yeah, he needs to soon. I feel like that's the way that they have their Spider-Man and our Spider-Man long term. And um, I was going to say that I'm, I'll be curious if Sony uh, movie events show things like the snap or re more recent events. And when I talk about, or when I think about Craven and the Russian descent of this guy, like they're all very similar in age to Wanda, etc. So were they in Russia or were they around the events of the first Avengers movies? You know, if they're really going to try to multiverse all of this and Tom Holland's going to be a greater part of it, like some of these movies, we don't know if Mor Morbius takes place in the MCU or not. So what, where Morbius does Craven take place? Yeah, Morbius is so confusing because of the yeah. uh, Michael Keaton factor, the vulture from Tom Holland's Spider-Man, right? But then he mentions Venom. He mentions yeah, Venom, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. 
very confusing. <laughs> yeah, signs, I, signs here and there. Yeah, but not as confusing as DC. We'll go <laughs> we'll say that right now. Not that confusing. Let's go on to a uh, – we have an email question now. We have two email questions. The first Ooh. question is, hey, a digital charcuterie. I know you're looking forward to Batgirl. I've talked myself into this movie, by hmm. the way, guys. Uh, so I was wondering if you saw the pic of Jacob – is that Scipio uh, with Batgirl? He is playing Dick Grayson. What do you think? Thank you for reading, Carly. So uh, there isn't there. Uh, oh, I thought I had the picture. I don't you seem to have the picture. You didn't send me that one. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't send <laughs> pictures. Um, where is? Hold on. I think I have a picture Except of the you're actor. Except only nerds. <laughs> where so is? So we have a Dick Grayson sighting, huh? Dick Grayson sighting. I thought I had. Oh, here we go. He's a highly oh, underrated character in Titans, I will say. Yeah, uh, I, I actually like, like his portrayal. And... and I think the actor of the god is really, really good as, uh, mm-hmm. as him as well. So let's, okay. It's not. Uh... Let me let me get in this yeah. uh, picture here. We're working on a technical difficulty. I'm terrible at this stuff. I don't know what's going on. Um, All good. It's such new <laughs> so anyway, stuff too. Like new things are hard to find because they get scalped. You know, these Sony snipers are out here. Disney. <laughs> there is a down. picture going on. There actually, there is a picture of the actor that they did mention in, in there. Um, Scipio, I believe, is his name. Mm-hmm. So, it, the, but it was quickly removed from the person who got it. It was a picture of actually a a uh, a monitor, a film monitor. Oh, yeah. See, so that kind of stuff will like a legitimate from behind the scenes type thing. They'll come after you for that kind of stuff. Yes, they absolutely will. So we're I not going to show it. But anyway, really he is good, though. Like the Batgirl actress, like I feel like she's going to own that. It's going to be really cool. But do you think um, Dick Grayson, Titans aside, do you think this is this, the, the move for Dick Grayson? You throw Dick Grayson in a Batgirl movie and then let him branch out from there it is almost leaning towards uh gotham knights oh. that girl dick grayson uh if dick grayson is a is in play like are there other robins out there black canary i feel like is a character that can vibe very well with a dick grayson type um, yeah for sure could they skip the robin stage and bring him in as nightwing I think you could. I I, I really mm-hmm. do, and I think I think Marvel is where you look that at that right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ant Man. They went for the second Ant Man before the first Ant Man, and there's no reason you have if you establish Batman as being as Michael Keaton's Batman, then you can do whatever you want with Dick Grayson. You can say, oh yeah, well there was a 30 year period where Dick Grayson could have been Robin, and then he branched off at some point and become it. And, you know, people would argue, but a backstory, but it's just a line of dialogue that you, you have someone say. We've seen it time and time again where they throw in a line of dialogue and all of a sudden all the questions that we have are answered in that moment. So I I, I don't know if this, if this actor is playing Dick Grayson. I don't think he is. I think he's just – but actually, interesting enough, guys, he – apparently when his casting was announced, he was billed as a co-lead with Leslie Grace as Batgirl. He's listed as a co-lead. And co-lead. that kind of yeah, I haven't hmm. but if you Google the movie, he's not really mentioned all that much. It's very hard to get any information on him. No one knows who he's playing. So it could be but a point earlier 
is a great point. Uh, put Miles in, in you cowards from Res. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and they kind of they kind of tease it at uh, No Way Home, right? They tease going into into that into um, Miles Morales. Speaking of Spider Man, let's go into Spider Man talk right now. We're moving along. Spider Man No More. Tom Holland in a recent interview said that. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he's, uh, I can't remember who the, it was from. Did I write it down? Probably not because I'm not like that. But he said that uh, he kind of wants to take some time off from acting. He's doing an Apple TV, an Apple TV, Apple Plus, whatever it's called, series right now. When he's done doing that, he wants to take uh, some time off. He wants to start a family. He wants to have all that. And on the flip side of that, Andrew Garfield was just talking about Spider-Man. And he said he's 38 years old and he thinks it's he's too old to be playing Spider-Man. Uh, from now on so how do you guys think we just talked about you know craven the hunter maybe spider-man popping up in there maybe miles morales but how do you incorporate spider-man now in the mcu because you know making over a billion dollars third highest grossing movie domestically of all time you cannot pass up spider-man scotty yeah i um I think tom is getting really good at playing both sides of this Mm -hmm. whole uh contract thing i don't think he meant anything really by the if i'm playing superman until or if i'm playing spider-man until i'm 30 i'm doing something wrong like i think he wants to do other projects and he's proven now i mean i haven't seen uncharted but numbers speak for itself like he might be sony's new uh breadwinner yeah Mm -hmm. oh absolutely uh i haven't seen his movie with um daisy ridley but i do kind of want to go back and revisit that uh, it's on Amazon Prime. I haven't nice. seen it either. That one had yeah. a lot of problems. And that was Doug Lyman, I believe, who did Swingers for all. And it's a very weird plot for, the, especially for the time we live in. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, I don't know anything about it really. Um, interesting. But Tom is Spider-Man, man. The only other person that I really think can be like a long-term Spider-Man is Toby as the mentor of a Miles. So I think that's what Sony should do with their miles is introduce Peter at the end of his time with Mary Jane. Keep it very accurate to their uh, Spider-Verse movie. They did if they want to do it that way with a couple little twists that are more familiar to Toby. But I think the Toby could be the older Spider-Man that, you know, gets taken out by a kingpin and inspires their Miles Morales to take take the place. Old man. I like that idea. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that idea. Why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, it's we're in such a, a a fun time now with superhero and comic movies and just movies as a whole, because we've never been in this scenario before, right? It was Superman the movie, Batman, and then X Men, and then Spider Man, and you had to wait. And then when Iron Man came out, MCU became a thing, right? It took it took years, and we've never been in this situation where these movies have kind of advanced. You know, like uh, Christopher Reeves was Superman four times, but that was it. You know, that was the end of that. And then Michael Keenan was Batman twice, and then he left, and they kind of connected, but not really. So we've never had these worlds where they just keep going on forever and ever and ever. And it's not like James Bond where you just replace the actors coming in. They keep these guys in all the time, and you got to see the turnover with Iron Man now gone and Captain America gone. And, And... you know, it's curious to see how they're going to handle it going forward and how long, how far can they take this style of storytelling where there, there is just a turnover. It's like, okay, this is Spider-Man, Miles Morales, but at what point are they like, oh, 
we got to we got to reset the franchise here. That's what I'm I'm I just, I'm really I don't want to get older, but I'm anxious to see in like 20 years where the MCU is and what it is. Well, I kind of feel like they set up Spider-Man in the last movie to be, you know, he's back to being a local, you know, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. So in the grand scheme of things, if you're playing out the MCU, he's just, you know, you, 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 you can buy pass some time by having him just, you know, references to, you know, Spider-Man saves a day in Bronx or, uh, you know, the little things, but doesn't get involved in the big world ending events that we're going to see in the MCU. So I think they, they could buy themselves some time on that side of things. But it's more interesting to see where it'll play into the Sony-verse and how you know, a lack of a Spider-Man would, 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 would affect them. That's why I was thinking about you know, call up Miles Morales. That, that's your, you know, your ace in your pocket that you're, you're, you're waiting to call on uh, when you need it. Or like, you know, like you said, you know, old man Spidey. Or I'd be great with, you know, I don't think Andrew Garfield's too old for it. I know he said that, but he also said he wasn't in Sp the last Spider-Man. <laughs> there he was. So I don't believe a word he says. Um, so, I mean... I, I and and there's still that demand for for seeing that grittier, little little older version of Spider-Man that Andrew Garfield played, and now he finally got some closure. Let's see the next stage of that. So, I don't I don't think they're without options. I mean, and it's really, it's funny that Tom Holland you know, worked so hard to kind of bridge the gap between Sony and the MCU back when there was that big split. What was that even a year ago, two years ago, whatever that was? You know, Tom Holland played a big role in keeping the keeping all the pieces on the board together. So if he's off, I, I, I just don't see him being off the board entirely. I, I think maybe it's, I'm, I'm not going to say negotiating tactic or anything, but I think enough time will pass. We'll just be, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll say, Oh, we kind of miss him. Then all of a sudden he's going to show up somewhere. I'm not saying in a feature like Spider-Man movie, but he might show up somewhere. Yeah. I'm always like, are we really supposed to believe he's not going to be in like Dr. Strange too? Like him and Stephen I Strange. Are I'm not, potentially the cause of all that. I'm not sure if Holland will be in Strange too. Honestly, well, and I, yeah. I, no, 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 no. He probably. I'm not. I'm also not saying I don't. I don't think he he won't be, or he will be. But I, I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I, I think we're gonna get Spider-Man in it. I think it's gonna be Maguire and Garfield possibly more than Tom Holland, because Tom Holland's Peter Parker doesn't exist everyone yeah Peter Parker mm -hmm. so there would be no uh, aside from him going to strange right th I, I that that's my only thing is like that could be their way to get him out and then bring the other two in um, I actually have a question for you guys about if the possibility of, of two or three or one Spider-Man appearing in Doctor Strange 2. And we're going to get to, to Doctor Strange 2 in a little bit but I want to bring this up while we're talking about Spider-Man just the idea of maybe no more Spider-Man but do you think if they if any of the Spider-Man appear in Doctor Strange 2 that that will kind of cheapen their appearance in No Way Home? Or do you think it adds to their appearance in No Way Home? Or are you indifferent to it? I think it's kind of sets uh, their appearance in Spider-Man sets the stage for this. So if they start out by showing us the other Spider-Mans, um, then Nick, when we see Tom Cruise as you know Iron Man, it'll kind of make more sense. <laughs> you know, they kind of set the stage, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. It's Got tough. It. I don't. It's tough. I feel like if uh, I feel like Marvel's next play with the Spider Verse, they have to go big, or don't really do it at all. Because Sony is going to start to develop no. their own. Yes, exactly. And Sony is going to start developing their own Spider Verse type of thing with Madam Web, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I don't think too much Spider Man stuff will come into play 
in MCU land until we get into these bigger like secret wars threats again. Maybe Sony now establishes their own Sinister Six over there with Craven as the lead and he needs help to get sp- to Spider-Man. But I think it'll be a while before there are like integral parts of the Spider-Verse intermingling with like what's going on in the multiverse. I think if they're smart, they try to keep that as isolated as possible. And maybe even like the third, I always envisioned the third um, Andrew Garfield film to be the way, and I keep saying it, the way that Venom crosses over or something like that. Because with the symbiotes, anything's possible. And if you want to add stakes to it, you do technically could use a Spider-Man that Venom takes out, for lack of a better word, to make him more of a villain. But it's confusing what they want to do with Venom. Still not really sure where his allegiances lie. I think that's partially because they I they they need Venom to be their hero, but he's an anti-hero. So they're having mm-hmm. I think I haven't seen Let There Be Carnage. I will. I promise you guys I'll <laughs> see it the next time we you talk should. about it. Yeah, you I should. want to. I know I want to. I just mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to. That's the only thing. But I, I will watch it because I love I love uh I love Venom. I love Carnage. I can't wait to see it. I love the idea that they could cross paths and then the the end credit scene in No Way Home was great, I thought, and that opens the door to your theory, Scotty, about mm-hmm. the null. And uh, I, I, I don't think Spider-Man's gone entirely. I hope he's not gone entirely. Miles Morales, to me, though, is their key. That's like, like you said, Steve, that's their yeah. ace in the hole. They've got him waiting in the wings. They just have to figure out when they want to use him. And maybe that's maybe that's a Spider-Man for, for the Sonyverse. Yes, yeah, Scotty. What if the Craven movie introduces Miles? Because we've mm-hmm. seen feast trucks, right? In the yeah, yeah. screenshots for Craven. They keep kind of little hints towards like the the um what is it? It's not a halfway house, but it's like a shelter. Is it a shelter mm-hmm. or are they just a fundraiser for the community? But it's a big part of the video game too. So I feel like they're really gonna just go all in on the on all that stuff. And don't forget the uh, the video game is the universe in which Morbius takes place, and as we know from that Spider Man, saw that. <laughs> saw that. They uh, that was very weird, and that's what I'm saying about Morbius. Something is going on with that character, and I dare say he has cross dimensional abilities. So, like, is Morbius not in control of his power? And he's accidentally, literally jumping into other Sony things. I don't right, know. He's he, Steve. What he's like a Nightcrawler, I guess, um, in that regard. And I really have to like go on to the official site and look up his stuff again. But I, I want to say I found a Marvel card or something where he he's able to go in and out of dimensions. That's how he phases. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I don't know much about Morbius, so if you're telling me that's one mm-hmm. of his powers, you know that that explains it. That that could work. Yeah, yep. I, I go all in with that I, Morbius I, character, man. I'm I'm telling you right now, I was not looking forward to Morbius, and I think the delaying is actually making me more intrigued in this movie as we go. I yep. don't know what it is, but I see that poster, the the most recent poster that we almost talked about last week, and I was like, this looks like a cheap poster and like a, a rip off of Shang Chi. But then I was like. But there's something like I don't know. Now I'm kind of into it. So 
we'll see where that one goes. We got another email question that I forgot to get to because I'm, I'm just horrible at doing this. Uh, here's another email question that has come in. Glad I found your channel. Thanks. Glad you found it too. Hey. And uh, thank you for taking emails. Yep. Uh, do you think the Penguin will ever be a big bad in a Matt Reeves Batman, or will he always be a mid-level gangster with other members of the Rogue Gallery being the main bad guys? Thanks, and may the force be with you, Anastasia. So, Scotty, I'm going to start with you. What do you think? Do you think Penguin could ever be the next Riddler, or is he always just going to be kind of like... I love maybe this not, question. Yeah, maybe not like a, a secondhand villain, but, you know, not... The big, big bad. The Penguin is that character that's always been crapped on. His parents crapped on him. His whole life, he's been like the outcast. That's why he does all the things he does. And we talked about it, I think, last week about how the Riddler is going to do that same thing, dude. He's just a pawn in the Riddler's game. So I really could see. And I mean, not for nothing. They cast Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. So we can't like that can't be understated. The dude transformed his entire body for this role. I think it would be very cool if Penguin's one of the first ones just bing bang taken out real super quick, put in jail, locked up, and then has a come up. Uh, I really liked his come up in Gotham, the show. And I think that maybe they're like kind of using the hype of that character in the show. And maybe the storylines kind of align a little bit here. Um, and they are doing question, a Penguin though. HBO awesome. Max. A Penguin HBO Max show is also coming too. Uh, you can't I forget think. that's Steve. What do you make? Well, I said last. I think I said last week that I feel like this Penguin's kind of at the tail end of his, you know, the twilight years of his uh, of his career uh, as a monster. And Scotty, you said it great that you know if he gets arrested, if he gets locked up, then you know, what's next for him? Well, he's got to rebuild his life. He, you know, he's been on power. He's been in power for so long, got taken out by Riddler, got, you know, pushed aside. So that's what could lead into the HBO series is that, you know, him trying to, trying to matter again, trying to become relevant, trying to take back what was taken from him. So I could, I could see that. What if I'm they uh, take yeah, a go. part out of like Marvel and how they're tying all these shows together. So I could see the, uh, the other show, the Gotham PD show ending with his escape. No, so it's not a bad idea. You know, I love that they're doing this uh, HBO Max universe because it is just giving me deja vu with the animated stuff. Like their animated stuff, they crush, and all the stuff that's related, even the stuff that's not. Like, call me crazy, but Ninja Batman, top tier, dude. <laughs> Lord Joker. If you guys have not seen Ninja Batman. It's a cartoon animated version. Yeah. Plenty of plenty of places. It's very easily found. Um, mm -hmm. But you guys should watch that if you're DC fans. It's amazing. <laughs> let's, um, let's go right into our next topic, the state of the DC films. This is from uh, Casey Boyce, who's executive over at HBO Max. Uh, one of the things that Ann Sarnoff has been big on is trying to make DC work in a more organized and integrated way. It wasn't there before. But the people at HBO Max, Warner Brothers, and DC are trying to be mindful about how all the pieces work together. In my estimation, it feels very well organized. And I wanted to go right to this question because of what we were saying about the Penguin and the HBX, the HBO Max show and the HBO Max Gotham universe and the HBO Max Batgirl universe. 
and the HBO Peacemaker universe, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. It seemed to tie into the DC universe quite well at the end, but um, Steve, let's start with you. You hear this because you are the most conflicted on DC. You're just like, not conflicted, but you just are like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I care what's going on. The sweaties don't either, so don't feel bad. (laughs) But but you see this, though, and and take everything in the past aside. Does this give you any reassurance that going forward, there may be some connective tissue to what's going on? All I can say is it's about time. (laughs) You know, like that's (laughs) something that I need. I need someone somehow to put these all together so I can make sense of them. So if that's what they're, if that's the direction they're finally going for, I couldn't be any more ecstatic about it because I rack my brain. You know, I used to have hair here. (laughs) I rack Mm -hmm. my brain trying to figure out how things connect or, you know, or how they don't connect either, right? You know, you know, like you told me Joker is a standalone film. Okay, that's great. I understand Joker is a standalone film. I can get behind that. But when there's so much ambiguity, I, I, I don't know. So if they're if they're trying to pull it together, I'm for it. Yeah, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but Michael Keaton's in Batgirl. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently he's setting up for three. They're setting up Gotham Knights. That'll be a trilogy of movies for her. Tim Drake, Jason Todd, and Dick Grayson, with Michael think, Keaton as the mentor team lead. I think they're going to throw in Black Canary in that team as well. Yeah, and she could. Uh, I'm not familiar with all of the like X Force groups of DC, but she could be a part of another like A team or A list of people. Yeah, it's yeah, gotta be I got some nights though. I, I agree with that too. I, I think my thing is that I love Man of Steel. Everyone, I love Man of Steel, and I, I really like Batman and Superman. And I thought uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League was fantastic. Um, but I think with Man of Steel though, is it felt like, especially with Marvel at that time, where Marvel was it was still young, right? But it was everyone was kind of all in on Marvel. It was the wrong movie as your starting out point. That is not. It wasn't the universe that you kick off on and and i love Zack snyder i think it's fantastic but Zack snyder and look i know he's got rebel moon coming out and that was a a rejected star wars pitch i'm excited to see i don't think i'm excited too and i think it's going to be a lot of fun it's probably gonna be a good movie but it wouldn't be a good star wars movie because he's too (sighs) Zack snyder has a very specific style and flair and either Mm. you like it or you don't right there's Mm -hmm. very little middle ground on that and sure. and and when he was first hired to direct it, I thought it was a strange choice because you know Christopher Nolan was like it's a realistic one. I'm like, but this is the guy who did 300 and Watchmen and um, what's that one I'm thinking of the the girls and the what's that one? Oh yeah, Sucker how come Punch. I can't think of it now? Sucker Punch, yeah, Sucker, Sucker Punch. Brock, really Brock, loves really good Sucker movie. Punch. It is a good movie. Brock loves it. We saw it in the theater. But but those movies are very stylistic. They're very stylized, right? They're over the top style. And I don't think that works for Star Wars. And so I think you I think it's smart. I think let him do his Rebel Moon and let that branch off into its own its own uh, shared universe like Army of the Dead. Like I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. But if but he's just he's he's so specific in the style and tone that even Wonder Woman had a lot of that style and tone. And then when he wasn't there for Wonder Woman too, that was all gone. There's a good mix, I feel. But it, for me, that was the wrong kicking off point. You kind of let him be the Feige of it, but he wasn't really because he had people mm-hmm. telling him no. So there was 
obviously a lot of conflict there. I mean, the Batman and Superman movie, if you look at the theatrical one versus the extended one, that's you, it's a good movie versus a, an okay movie. And then Justice League is like, you they greenlit a four-hour movie, whether they want to admit it or not. That was the script sure. that they greenlit. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I do think it's too long to be theatrical for sure. I think it's perfect for HBO Max. But that's not how you kick things off. I think, and I think that's what he's alluding to here in this statement is like, we started there and it wasn't really a plan. We just kind of started with a movie. And then we were like, well, that movie's going to start it all, even though I don't think it ever was meant to start it all. And now they're like, okay, let's take a step back. They have the flash. They can reset whatever they want. And they can take a step back, take a seat, and just be like, this is what we're doing. The other thing, guys, is the multiverse. I think Marvel's going to take the multiverse and kind of have like a contained story with it. But I think DC is going to embrace the multiverse. And and here in Canada, we have a streaming service called Crave. And if you look at the DC film, they have a playlist and it's called the DC Multiverse on Crave. And it's just every DC movie ever made is just on that mm-hmm. thing. And you just watch it. It's the multiverse. And I think they're going to embrace that more. And Steve, to your point with, I think they'll be like, this is the Joker movie that doesn't take place in the universe. And this is the Batman movie, which takes place in this universe. And there's going to be more structure to how this plays out, but they're also going to have the freedom to do whatever they want because of this established multiverse in the flash. But Scotty, how, uh, how wrong am I? Tell me now. No, I love the, the way that DC does their multiverse. It's almost safer because they use crisis events or they use like cosmic things that happen caused typically by a Barry Allen um, to change everything. So Whereas Marvel is tied to the continuity, even throughout multiverse, like it's even more complicated. They have to make sure that a change that affects that universe affects all the other ones in a way that's not going to mess up future plot lines where DC just has a reset button. I think uh, I think the Flash movie is going to be pretty interesting and I'm almost kind of leaning towards like it won't be a Flashpoint, but it might end in Flashpoint. Yeah, you mentioned that last week. That, yeah, so that is intriguing. We'll see, because Keaton and Aff- Keaton and Affleck both have to be in that. So, in my opinion, it's either gonna start with one and end with the other, or keep them like one of them is just gonna have a one scene climactic type thing. I think it's Affleck. But, yeah, me too. I but I saw a, a post and we showed the pictures last week of the the set photos of Batgirl. And they're like Michael Keaton's stunt double on on the streets, and there was mm-hmm. one image, and I'm pretty sure it was a fake. It had Ben Affleck's Batmobile on the street. And I'm pretty sure it was just photoshopped in there. And I was like, "Ooh, that would be tough." I'm hoping mm-hmm. we get the '89 Batmobile to return in it. Steve, any any other thoughts on on the DC state of DC? Are you gonna Are you gonna uh, become a huge uh, Aquaman fan now? Next question. <laughs> you, you know what though? You know what though? You actually you did enjoy Shazam. And Black Adam's coming out, which which could connect, which should connect to Shazam, and then Shazam could yeah. connect to to other movies going forward. So maybe this is they're using the movies that they know that the that the mass population enjoyed, like Shazam. And they're going to say, okay, let's center around that and let's bring it all in on, on that world. Look at <laughs> that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're okay. It's happening. It well, there you go. I was just, I was just thinking, Heard it here was, first. It's, it's a little off topic, but I was just dwelling on: Are we ever going to see a payoff to uh, the ending of Justice League, where you kept seeing the visions of Flash's future or the future where uh, Batman is 
teaming up with the Joker and you know in the script. Are we ever going to see a payoff to that? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, you see, they set it up and it look like it's it's looking very unlikely they're going to be able to deliver on that. But just that's mm. just what I was just kind of hung up on. Like you know, with all these different multiverse stories that, that could play, or not multiverse, you know, uh, Flashpoint stories. Are we actually going to see that one play out, or are they just say, "Oh no, we prevented it by such and such happening"? You know what's crazy about that whole thing is I remember when Justice League uh, was being finished, the Zack Snyder one, and everybody was all about it, clamoring for all the stuff. Grace Randolph had him on her podcast numerous times, and she said that through talking with actors and hearing things, that Le- both Jared Leto and uh, Ben Affleck said they would gladly return. For anything related, Joker or Batman, that as long as it involves Zack Snyder, um, and I, uh, I remember her saying something along the lines that like the the future of the Joker character re- is reliant a hundred percent on support for the Zack Snyder like story. That's where they want that Batman to go into that nightmare scenario. I saw a tweet. Uh, I don't think it was from anybody specific, and I just kind of read it, and I was like, oh, that's a cool idea. But I'm gonna. I'm going to propose it to you both here. And it said, I think the specifics were in three years time, HBO max series that takes place in uh, the Snyder uh, nightmare sequence. And it's a series. And then the person was like, he doesn't direct them all, blah, blah, blah. But that's beside the point. Who cares? Would you, do you guys think that that's, is there potential for that? Do you feel that they're, that, because I think if Snyder is, I don't think he's going to come back unless there's a big change. And that big change could be HBO Max. Because he really seemed to enjoy working with HBO Max with the, the Justice League. Do you think there is the possibility that we see a series, miniseries, or a standalone movie about Zack Snyder's Justice League sometime down the road? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let, All right, let <laughs> Make some uh, money off these other HBO Max shows, and I feel like it's just going to snowball. And yeah, give me all that. I think Zach would have a great time as an executive producer, not even yeah. having to, uh, like you said, direct everything. Just showrun it. I, he mm-hmm. did that on his part in his driveway too, right? That in the Green Lantern, which ended up being Marshman. He did that on his driveway in his backyard or whatever. Yeah. So just make the HBO Max in his backyard, like Robert Rodriguez makes Spy Kids in his basement. He can yes. pick that in his backyard. Steve, what were you gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. All right. Actually, let's go on to uh, Peacemaker now. Peacemaker had uh, the ending. If you haven't seen Peacemaker, you're gonna want to. Skid, skedaddle right now because we're going to talk about the ending of Peacemaker here where the Justice League made a triumphant presence. I thought it was great seeing them on the show after eight episodes of, of Peacemaker knocking them down, talking smack about them. Uh, the Justice League showed up, but it wasn't the full Justice League. It wasn't. It was Wonder Woman, of course. Aquaman, The Flash, and Superman. And we have some a picture of some of the uh, stunt doubles, the body doubles that portrayed these characters right here. Obviously, Jason so Momoa to... and yeah, and yeah. Ezra Miller were there. Ezra Miller now has the most cameo, the most appearances as a Flash, as a DC character than anybody else in the films. Ooh. And here they are right here. We have a Superman, we have a Wonder Woman, and we have a Batman. And the Batman actually posted this. God, he cut. said that there was Batman and Cyborg were both in it. And he doesn't. He said it was unfortunate that he was cut, uh, but obviously it wasn't up to him. He had the time of his life doing it, and you'd have to ask James Gunn and WB why Batman wasn't there. 
Uh, so anyway, did you guys like the ending of uh, Peacemaker? And do you think that it would have... Do you know why Batman's not there? I mean, I think I know why. Do you mean story-wise story, story wise why he's not there? Or, you know, real world why he's not there? All, all of it. All, well, real world. Well, I mean, the, he was there. They 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 rubbed him out in post. So he was mm-hmm. there. But, Scotty, why isn't why isn't Batman in the scene? Come on, hit me, hit me, hit me. Uh, it's just that they don't want to tell stories about that Batman. I think it's kind of as, as simple as that. They want to they wanna move away from the Justice League. I feel like the only reason this did get put in there is because they filmed it on a Marvel set. I heard that, you know, Marvel came in and assisted with this final scene. And that is true, I guess. Uh, so it would make sense that James Gunn would try to put Superman and all these people on the set at Marvel, you know, probably not even telling Warner Brothers at first and then just presenting the material. And they were like, Yo, yeah, this scene is amazing, except... And they just take a little eraser and, like, throw a, a spotlight behind Wonder Woman so you can't tell it's her and have Superman flying in the shadows. It's just so... Uh, I don't know. I want to get too negative about it, but it's very frustrating as a DC fan who enjoys all of it. The distractions with, like, Ray Fisher and all that stuff. It's just... I will never take yeah, that... Warner Brothers seriously because of that. And mm-hmm. not to just keep on it, but the Joss Whedon interview and all that stuff is just like, it's getting worse and worse, man. <laughs> it's getting worse for me as a fan to stomach some of the stuff they do. But... Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I think you're the bad. See, I, I'm with you. I'm, I think I agree with you that that's why they, they rub Batman out. They scrub them out because that's not their Batman, but at the same time, who mm. cares? He was the Batman. He's going to appear in the flash. Uh, so Steve, every single thing place? they'll see, sorry, we'll just say restore the Snyderverse. So like, instead of talking about oh, Peacemaker, I... it'll be hashtag restore the Snyderverse. So they're just trying to avoid it's... that. Yeah. It's probably a good point. Um, Steve, though, you see this, does Peacemaker take place before or after the flash? I'm thinking before. Yeah. I'm, because I think Peacemaker takes place what uh, a couple months away from the last Suicide Squad movie, so I think Flash is further down the line. Um, I mean, I know I'm not upset that Batman wasn't there. You know, not every you know not every uh, superhero had to be there to be the Justice League. They had four of them representing the Justice League. I'm fine with that. Um, like I said, there's other you know we know there's other reasons why those characters weren't there, but. They had enough with uh, Aquaman, Flash, Wonder Woman, Superman. That's all they needed just to make it funny. That's what it was. It was a sight gag, right? It was, you know, it was, uh, they built it, it up amazing. all season, right? <laughs> I love so, that scene. Yeah, yeah. Like it was great. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> so it accomplished what it needed to accomplish with or without Batman. And I think if people are yeah, interested, Batman... they should look the scene up because it really doesn't spoil the show. But it, you know, it's just no, like something know. he keeps talking about the Justice League throughout the show, as in like, why am I doing this? Where are they? And so yeah. it's just it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a great job. It was it was a perfect send off to this to the to the season. And even if that was like the final the series, let's say finale, that was such a great great send off for it. I I just 
I'm okay with Batman not being there because I, I, when I watched, I was like, I clued into Batman and Cyborg not being there right away. But at the same time, I was like, well, maybe they had a fish to fry. But the Aquaman joke is what made it all, and then the Flash, and Amazing. and it was great. But but we got to bring up the fact, guys, that that Superman that was one hundred percent Henry Cavill's Superman. Like there was no disputing which Superman that was, and that's going to lead into our next topic. We're going to go to this one before we hit up Doctor Doctor Strange. We're changing around the order a little bit on this because this was a few years ago, guys. We're going to put this on the screen here. Uh, Henry Cavill was on a plane. See that? That's Henry Cavill on a plane. We're very, very specific. And then um, this uh, at crypt zero dad underscore. But that's awesome. A few weeks ago, I did some work on the new Flash movie. This is from like a year ago, I think. Here we go. August 21st. August 2nd, 2021. A few weeks ago, I did some work on the new Flash movie with Superman and Batman on set at the same time time boyhood dream come true he then followed up with geez this got some engagement no kidding uh sorry for not replying sooner but i actually have a life outside twitter yes cavill not saying anything else also will be deleting the tweet so you fanboys better screenshot it quick before it's gone and no i won't be getting fired recent reports guys have indicated that henry cavill superman is not in the flash but it will be just simply news reports on the side. But looking at this from not even a full year ago, are the reports of Superman on a plane a lie? Or or not on a plane, sorry, Superman on television and old reports with old footage from Man of Steel. Is that a lie? Are they trying to trick us? Are they deceiving us so that when he appears in the movie, we are shocked and surprised? And is Henry Cavill still in the DCEU or whatever you want to call it, Scotty. I don't know, man. They, uh, <laughs> they're doing all this on purpose. It's like t- they're yes. going as, as close up against the Snyder as they can without crediting him. And it's so annoying. It's like you're, you can see it. Like we can all see what you're doing back when it was Shazam. And that, you know, the whole thing with Shazam, I'm okay with that because we didn't know if we, we didn't know we weren't getting Man of Steel 2 ever. So now it's just like when, when we know what the agenda, the agenda is, and it's just like, I'm an all or nothing right now. It's like, why are you, are you towing the line so close to it? Instead of just being like, dude, why don't you, why can't you come in and do mocap on your face for five minutes? And, you know, don't just put a fork in that super, in that Superman. That's foolish to me. Steve? I got nothing. <laughs> he agrees with everything I said, actually. Well, you, you, <laughs> made, some, <laughs> I, I, you made some good points. Um, I don't know what, like you said, I don't know what to believe anymore, and that's, that's how they want it to be. So I, don't, you know, I could speculate one way or the other. We're all, you know, we're, we're all going to find out eventually. Um, so I'm just, I'm just sitting back and... Until I see it, I don't believe it. That, that's the way I'm looking at it. I heard that Cavill wanted more money. That's what I heard. I heard Cavill, they brought him in, they offered him something, and he said, no, I want more. And I don't know if he wanted too much or they offered him too little. I also know, and I said this, I think I've said this every week we've done this now, I wouldn't blame him for not wanting to go back to that world of Superman because of the way Warner Brothers handled it and himself and everything around it. And even if you look at Zack Snyder's Justice League, the press around it, Cavill was like, 
nowhere to be seen on any of that, right? Like Affleck, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, Scotty was at the forefront. He's like, no, I love this. Jared Leto had more. I think they talked to Jared Leto more than they did to Henry Cavill during that whole thing. So it's very curious uh, why he's keeping quiet. But also, look, he has The Witcher. He has he just signed on for something else that's big. He's Sherlock Holmes. He's got a lot going on. He doesn't necessarily need Superman. And if Warner Brothers were dicks to him, I, 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 I'm all, I'm all with him not wanting to come. I, oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I think, though, I think they'll find a way to bring him back because I, he was a great Superman. He's a, he's a nerd. And he, he wants, I think he deep down wants to be Superman, whether he will admit that to himself or, or not. So, we'll find I'm waiting out. for, the, uh, I'm waiting for DC to find their Robert Downey Jr.'s. Like, where, like, Superman should be a character that can be put in, in portrayed I've, seven, eight times by the same person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh. where's your Iron Man mentality? DC, they, they had that with Henry Cavill. They just screwed. They screwed the pooch off the get go, and I think they thought they had that Steve mm-hmm. when they cast Ben Affleck. I thought Ben. I think they mm-hmm. thought Ben Affleck was their Iron Man, Would and he was. Be- He's in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Would it be the end of the world if they just recast him and said, "All right, it's the same Superman, just but a different actor. Just get over it, move on. Here we go." Is that out of line? <sighs> I know I don't think it is, except for the point that Scotty brought up two seconds ago. Restore the Snyderverse, which and like I said, I love those movies to death, and I would be all in on more of them. But seeing that hashtag every two seconds, you know, when James Gunn makes a movie, is Restore the Snyderverse. This movie sucks. Yep. It's like, no, they can both be awesome. You don't you don't have to choose one or the other. You know, you you the don't Flash. have to review bomb Godzilla because. <laughs> Elmo, you don't have to attack Elmo. Yeah, yeah it's like, like, come on, I, I don't. That's the, that's, the, that's the problem. Is is fans have somehow clung to, to Zack Snyder, and he, I think he kind of enabled it a little bit, but he got his way. He's like, now he needs, like, you guys need to. Mm-hmm. They'll just to isolate it. Up, they'll just say, oh, this is Earth ninety nine, and we'll never see it again. Yes. and the and Flash will establish get. that. Yeah. And I think and I think we're gonna get uh Val Zod as well. I think he's showing up uh at some point, and that's gonna be our Superman going forward. All right, let's move on to some strange news, guys. <laughs> the multiverse of madness is a few months away. It is getting real out there, guys. The cameos, the speculation, it's all happening people are excited for this movie scotty you're not because you hate all things comic books <laughs> I, honestly though this okay so the batman trailer came up and it was massive and then the multiverse of madness super bowl trailer is now about to or it did surpass i believe in views the batman trailer which is astronomical numbers i think the batman one has more likes but that's neither here or there. They're both, I think, again, just like we said with uh, James Gunn and Zack Snyder, you can like Marvel and DC also. You don't have to like one or the other. You can be equally excited for them both. But let's get into these wild cameos and why this movie is going to make a billion dollars, Steve. Is it going to make a billion dollars? <laughs> well, that, that's, a, that's a good question. I think in time. Yeah, good. It'll come close. Um, yeah, I'm trying to wrap my head around all, all, all these cameos. I'm, I'm still not over Xavier. That's that's just that blew my mind. Tip of the, tip of the iceberg. Tip right, of the right. Iceberg. And you know, then I see 
there was a Captain Marvel variant that they're saying. Like I didn't even I missed that entirely when I saw the trailer. I never yeah. I never noticed the Captain Marvel variant. So that, that was cool. And then you know we're hearing about you know uh, Do, um, Tom Cruise as, as as Iron Man, and I mean. I saw something that talked about one of the Lego toys just spoiled some of the uh, potential uh, cameos. I don't know if uh, that you know Clothes that's ruin everything, right? The Lego, right? yeah, yeah. It's, you look it's at a- Lego and then you're like, oh, this is why the Mandalorian was right in not having Baby Yoda merch that first season. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yep. So even like I said, the Lego set just kind of like, huh? You know, I want to say it blew my mind because at this point, I'm I'm willing to accept anything. You know, throw. Throw any character at me, put them in, the, in in that movie, and I'll it'll make sense. It's, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I'm go. seeing things now of like crazy stuff, like a Wolverine variant that yes. isn't Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Let's get into so, this a little I, bit first. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's say first. I think it was last week, like right after we went off the air, or the next day. Uh, my time to shine. Yes. Hello on Twitter came up with a list and the list was for those of you who don't want to know i suggest you just ignore us right now but the list was yeah because Professor this literally X, could be true a lot of this could it be. could be mm-hmm. true but also grain of salt right it could not yeah the first one's true and i think this is where they want to get you professor x obviously that's true the second one however was not true a week ago and it is true today disney twitter uh pretty much confirmed that captain carter will be in dr strange 2 mm-hmm. uh captain marvel but it's a different captain marvel mr fantastic Black Bolt, Clea is it Clea? I'm not familiar with that character. No. Balder the Brave, and the craziest one of all is Magneto. So that's what uh, leaker My Time to Shine Hello had to say a week ago. But also the Illuminati is now saying Wolverine is potentially in this, and the and the Illuminati they're very hit or miss. But uh, mm-hmm. you never know. But also. Also, there's rumors going around town that Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, is in this movie because Tobey hmm. Maguire's Portuguese dub voice actor was in a studio with Elizabeth Olsen's voice double wearing, and uh, he was wearing a Spider-Man shirt with all three Spider-Men on it. So they're, they're, they're playing with us, like you said, Scotty. <laughs> They're playing mm-hmm. with us. They are leading us down the roads we want to see. But, Scotty, talk about these cameos and any other cameos that you may have heard of. Uh, the man. And she, and she has actors, too, listed, already cast. So, definite Captain Marvel yeah. variant. Not even our Monica Rambeau, a brand new actor, she's saying. Uh, Black Bolt coming from Inhumans. The TV show, same actor, uh, is pretty big. Boulder the Brave is an old leak. So, yeah. Just confirming that this movie is going to be as anticipated as the Spider Man movie, if not more. And I would not put it past Marvel to have already put fake things in that first trailer. And I also. Wouldn't put it past them to kill all of the members of this Illuminati team. You mentioned that last week. I really like that idea. I don't think that their Professor X is going to be the Sony Professor X. I don't think any of their X-Men are going to be old cast. If they are, it's going to be for the shock and awe, like now. And they need to establish Wanda as a omnipresent being that can 
exist in multiple dimensions at one time. Like she is the Scarlet Witch is not a character that is duplicated through like the, the Scarlet Witch does not have variants, I guess is kind of where I'm going with that. Mm, interesting. Magneto I, is the I, most anticipated one for me though. Even more than Wolverine or a Spider-Man. Well, we got yeah, because he's her father. And I think that they will use Michael Fassbender as the father character to tie it all together to go back to like, you know, you're a mutant. I'm a mutant. This is us. And that could drive her to the point of like, dude, no, no more mutants, you know? So we're all kind of waiting. I saw a really good theory that thinks we are already living in the house of M and that this Scarlet Witch has already said no more mutants. And that's why they don't exist. So, yeah. Well, let's go, Steve. Steve, what do you think? Well, didn't we? We technically, uh, Wanda was in one of the X Men movies, wasn't she? Um, she was a kid. Yes, and so uh, so te- so there is, you know, th- that there's a variant right there. Um, so it could be. Um, I'm really curious how they're going to play out Magneto. That's that's the one that really had me shaking my head because again, you know, which version of Magneto are we going to see? Uh, you know, we're talking about my uh, the, the younger version of him, but we're getting the old. Uh, Professor X. So I don't know how Magneto was going to fit into things. Um, you know, I, is he supposed to be sitting on on the Illuminati? I don't know. So that's the one that I just couldn't wrap my head around. And also, even Black Bolt. Uh, you know, where does Black Bolt fit into things? Because is it the version that we saw on that on on the the, the show in Humans, or are they going to you know forget that and move on? Uh- <laughs> This leak is saying that it's the one from Inhumans. It's Anson Mouth. It, it is playing. Anson. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So the, the leak says Patrick Stewart's Professor X, Haley Atwell, Captain Carter, Lashana Lynch, Captain Marvel, John Krasinski, Mr. Fantastic, Anson Mount, Black Bolt, Charlize Th- Theron as Clea, and then the other two are Magneto, though, Scotty. There's no actor's name next to Magneto in that, mm-hmm. uh, in that leak. So that's curious. Uh, Deadpool is also one that people speculate. He's in the poster, the poster, and Ryan Reynolds no. came flat out and said he's not in it. Steve, you're saying <laughs> no. Scotty, what do you think? Are we going to get Deadpool in this movie, or did Deadpool not belong in these movies? Doesn't belong. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I mean, it's so hard now because he could have been here the whole time, and just we haven't seen him because he's an X Men type character. So I think it would be cool if he starts to replace like the stan lee in every movie cameos uh that's an old fan favorite of a lot of people uh but this you know the leaker she's claiming deadpool and maybe some of his friends so what who could that even be you know colossus Uh, yeah oh cable i heard cable ah See, i heard brolin might show i heard brolin might show up as cable and thanos in this actually that's so yes. yeah, well, you see what I'm saying? Like they're gonna do some crazy stuff. I don't think anything is out of the realm of possibility. But again, like the list is only the Illuminati members. Yeah. So again, to me, it's like if all this information's already out there, it's kind of like throwaway type stuff. And they're showing them in trailers. Like they like to misdirect us. They Captain do. Carter. I think Captain Carter is the one that could outlast. I not in that league, but in the Illuminati nerdy. If they're correct about Wolverine and what you said that that rumor you heard about, you know, we're in the House of M already, and she's made it that mutants don't exist, and no one believes it. 
Wolverine could be the one standout in all of that. Right? Mm. Wolverine could be the one. The the tough the tough part is it won't be Hugh Jackman. Mm. It's going to be another actor playing the part. And that's what's going to be tough. It would I, I it's almost mm. like kind of wish they got to this a little bit sooner and they were able to get mm. Hugh Jackman in there for one last, as Vin Diesel would say, one last ride as Wolverine in this to kind of usher us into a new era of X-Men and the mutants. But it's it's exciting time. There's going to, like, we are, what, two months away still? Three months away from this movie coming out. The leaks are going to come up tenfold. We're going to, the excitement's going to grow. The trailer's mm -hmm. smashing on YouTube. And this is why we said, like, DC, Steve, is, like, everywhere right now because they need to be. They need to assure us that they know what they're doing. And Marvel's just like, eh. Here's some Doctor Strange, and it's going to make a billion dollars. Because the minute they don't think it's going to make a billion dollars, guess what? They're going to show Fassbender's face. They're going to show all these people's faces. They, mm -hmm. they have that. They have all those cards up their sleeves, and they're ready to, to play them at any time. And they didn't mm -hmm. play them for No Way Home. They never played those cards on No Way Home, and we still went. We, we I think we could like probably there. see. I bet I'm not. I think they really could show every single member in a trailer. Of the Illuminati, leading yeah. up to this movie, I think we could see them all eventually. Okay, yeah. here we'll move on in a second. But I gotta ask because if if this if this is true, and Krasinski plays Reed Richards in the Illuminati only, and he's not the Reed Richards that we're gonna have in the Fantastic Four movie, mm -hmm. is that how how do fans react to that? Mine's quick. I think that's easy because he could be in the Council of Reeds. And then just be like a, uh, be the read of all reads, I guess. <laughs> all right. All right. The fan favorite. Steve? Yeah, I agree with Scotty on that one. I kind of wanted to see him show up as Captain uh, Captain America when he, you know, I thought that would have been fun. Like, because he tried out for that, like, right? Exactly. You got Cruz as Tony Stark, who was supposed to be Iron Man for forty-seven years, and then you got Krasinski as Captain America, who wasn't. You got the 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 backup plan for both. All right, let's move on quickly to our final topic of the day, if I can find it. We're gonna talk Batman because it comes out in one week, and I don't know if you guys have been have seen this or not, but Boss Logic just did a poster for it yesterday. I think it's pretty sweet, and it might be on the screen now. This yeah. is the poster that's coming. This is my favorite poster for this movie. I've got to tell you, the posters I haven't been too too crazy about going into it, but this one I love. I love you get the Riddler, you get uh, you get Catwoman, you get it all. Steve, what do you think of the poster? And are you ready to watch the Batman for the next three hours of your life? <laughs> That's my first time seeing the poster, to be honest. Um, looks neat. Looks good. Sorry for my nose. Um, yeah, looks good. Um, I, uh, am I going to see it? Absolutely. Um, when? That, that's, the, that's the question. Because I'm somebody, I always I like to go opening night just so I, just no chance of spoilers. There's no chance uh, of having things ruined for me. So, yeah, yeah it looks good. Scotty, what do you make of this poster? Best Batman ever. Um, <laughs> I'm just laying it out. Wait, there, let, wait, bold, let, let, wait get, get to the poster first, and then we'll get you, <laughs> we'll let you hit the controversial stuff. It's, this movie is going to highlight Riddler, and I think Riddler is going to be trying to play all the villains against each other, and they're going to band together, and then we'll get like an official rogues gallery for this Batman. Uh, but I love the setup. 
and how they're just touching on each of these little villains and building up the relationships. And we're seeing a Batman who's not sure of himself already now being tested by someone who's teaching him about himself. It's just a, it's going to be a really good story. I respect Matt Reeves for the passion that he has for this project and how secretive he wants everything to be. It's cool. I think it's funny what you just said because they're all all the things I've been reading and, and listening and hearing in interviews is this isn't a an origin story for Batman, it's an origin story for the villains. It's like, but the villains origin story are gonna create the Batman that we know and love's origin story. I think I think we're gonna get a Batman, but he's not gonna be the Batman. Kind of like with the Spider-Man movies that we just talked about. He wasn't our Spider-Man right away. It took some time to get there. And and that's where I think we are with this Batman movie. I think it's gonna be I I, I think this movie is going to get nominated for Best Picture next year, is what I'm going to think. Visuals. Uh, it's going to get nominated for cinematography. By the way, if you guys don't know, Batman Forever was nominated for Best Cinematography at the Academy Awards. <laughs> and I believe I, it actually it was, and I believe I think this one's going to. It looks phenomenal. It mm-hmm. looks absolutely breathtaking. That being said, the performances. Heath Ledger won an Oscar for playing the Joker, and Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for playing the Joker. <laughs> The Joker may or may not be in this movie. I will tell you that I did get an email that is not on this show from someone who was able to see it last week in California. They watched it. Uh, They wouldn't give me any spoilers because they saw this. They saw your face. (laughs) They saw the movie The Batman. They're not allowed to talk about it until the end of the month. They can't talk about it until the end of the month, but they did say they saw it. And uh, it was very, it was, yeah, they liked it, is what I'll say. They didn't give me any spoilers, so don't. Like I, don't I said, want, I don't want it. I don't want. I don't want it either. There's no spoilers. <laughs> I, they, 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 I do, they but I no don't. Spoilers. It's so close now. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like, but eventually, they, you just go they, black, blacklist everything. Yeah, <laughs> they left it. They left it off uh, by just saying, "And the Joker, ha ha ha." That's how mm. the email ended. So mm. is the Joker in it? Is the Joker not in it? I'm going to be honest with you. All signs are pointing towards the Joker being in this movie, but I do not know. Not, mm-hmm. not as a main character, but I think what you're saying, Scotty, is is the most interesting part is that at the that the rogues gallery will be created through the Riddler towards the end of this movie. I really, mm-hmm. I really love that. I love that there's a rogue gallery of Batman villains, and it's not just this is the villain today, this is the villain tomorrow. This is these are the villains, and they'll offshoot into their own stuff, but they are all in all. But controversy aside, this is a three hour movie. Clips are being released daily. Everyone's the best Batman, everyone's favorite Batman, depending on your age, is either Keaton or Bale. Affleck is squeezing in there, but I think he still there still needs to be like time to go by before he becomes anyone's actual favorite. I think he might be mine though so far. But uh, let's get controversial here, Scotty. All right, all right. <laughs> so we're talking Star Wars then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do hot takes on the Batman. <laughs> hot take on the Batman. Do you, okay. Well, we're getting into. I want to get to your point on Robert Pattinson being possibly, in your opinion, the best Batman. Yeah, dude. I think people are so stuck in the Twilight era, and it's like he's not even a fan of those movies himself. He said it. He says it every damn time it gets brought up. So, uh, no, it won't be Twinkly. It won't be twinkly vampire Batman. It's going to be an actor who is rewarded, has like the list of things he's done outside of Twilight are underrated, in my opinion. 
uh, the good, good son or something like that is one of my favorite movies he's been in. His the brother's son is actually with uh, that's Macaulay Culkin and Elijah. Oh, Wood. you're right, you're right. This <laughs> is like a good brother, the good brother, or something. Anyway, like he just has depth, and I think we'll be able to see it with this Batman character. Uh, I love the suit and the fact that the gun yeah. is the logo, like that alone tells me enough, tells me what I need to know about this, Bruce. I I think I thought uh, Pattinson was fantastic in the light, the lighthouse. If you haven't seen the lighthouse, he's great. In I that. haven't seen that. And he, it's uh, it's it's an interesting movie. It's uh, you mm. might not be able to get the. He's fantastic. Him and Willem mm. Dafoe are the only two people in it really for the most part, and they are uh, they go back and forth pretty heavy. And he's pretty, he's pretty, he's good. He's really good in uh, Devil all the time, as well. Uh, Steve, do you think there's a chance that? Battinson will be nominated for Best Actor at the Academy Awards. I couldn't tell you because I'm honest here. I've never seen a movie with him in it. I've never seen him act. So I'm going in for a completely clean slate on him. So okay. yeah, that's cool so actually. That'll that 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 that'll be my my way to tell. <laughs> Ask me in a week. All right, here we go. You know what? I, I got to tell you guys. I read the prequel novel. It's like 80 pages, 100 pages mm-hmm. on that. I did read the prequel novel, and he has that black eyeshadow on his eyes. They give that an explanation in it. They kind of go into the origins of the Batmobile in it. They, the, the Riddler was featured heavily in it. Penguin is mentioned in it as is Falcone. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a. It's it's a it's like a a kids it's like a kids book. It took me like 40 minutes to read. It's it's a real it's it's a good read. It's it it was the if. It's weird because this movie is definitely not a kid's movie, but this is like mm-hmm. a book that when I was in like grade five, I would be excited to read this book before I saw the Batman movie. You know, it's kind of so strange like that, but it gives you insight into it. It tells you more about Wayne Manor, which is not going to be where Batman or Bruce Wayne lives in this movie whatsoever. Alfred uh, teaches him. Uh, Alfred is a British intelligence officer, former British intelligence officer, and he teaches him ninjutsu and he calls it Bruce Jitsu. But they keep Bruce Wayne traveling throughout the entire. Like he travels in his twenties. The book takes place from I think when he's ten to like late twenties. Like this oh, big dang. time. So they give it all. Yeah. Well, I think it's small well. Do they case. talk about like, the death of his parents or no? No, they're just dead. Okay. It's like you know they you know they're dead, and it starts yeah, off in Wayne Manor, and Thomas Wayne is running for mayor at the time. Is how this book starts. Yeah, and then and then a kid looks at Bruce. And Bruce smiles at the kid, and the kid does not smile back at Bruce. And that picture is in a trailer or a clip from the movie, and that's Edward Nashton, the Riddler, as a kid who is an orphan. Mm-hmm. And you find out he's an orphan, and oh, you know, there's all the he, connection. Yeah, yeah. And he lives in Way Manor, and he actually—I don't know, Scott—if you're going to read it, you might want to mute me for a second. But no, you're good, he, man. He he burns down Wayne Manor as much as he can before. Things in there, but the, the 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 curious part, guys, is he burns down Wayne Manor, but he pulls the fire alarm before he sets it on fire so that all the kids get out safe. He doesn't want to kill the kids. He's I, he he wants to go out. Wayne Manor's an orphanage. Yeah, so they convert oh. Wayne Manor into an orphanage, and they live in Wayne Tower. So in the movie, they're going to live in in this tower called Wayne Tower, and uh, yeah, and he burns so, down the orphanage. In the trailer, they show. Yeah, it happens. They show it. <laughs> so I really think that like Alfred is, or is 
it's not Alfred with him. It's the commissioner. So the commissioner and Batman are both walking through Wayne Manor, like burnt, whatever it is. But to me, it looks like that. And there's all the spray paint. And um, I think he says something like, why did you never tell me about this, Alfred? So there's something underneath Wayne. There is a, there is, well, you learn that the Riddler just kind of hates the elitists in there. And I think you're going to learn that there's more to it than that. And there is a big corrupt underworld in Gotham happening. And the Mm -hmm. Riddler is, and the Riddler is trying to expose it and to expose it. He needs to expose the Batman because the Batman is protecting the city, but also in doing that, he's protecting the corruptness of the city at the same time. There's yeah. going to be a lot going on. There's going to be a lot of corrupt police officers. Awesome. It's going to be a great time. And I think that's what's going to make this HBO Max show all the more exciting. Uh, but if you can get your hands on that book, like I said, it's really quick read. It's like 10 minutes, like bam, bam, bam. You're in, you're out. But it felt like a good segue into the, the movie. It doesn't end right before the movie ends, but it actually ends uh, with the phrase, I am uh, the shadows. I am. I am shadows. I am vengeance. I am Batman. That is the last. The last few words of the book, and that's in the trailer to his vengeance. So, there you go. But anyway, the the eye shadow is in there, and because he's not Batman, but he is a vigilante for a little bit, and he puts the eye eye gook all on his eyes just to kind of like, and he wears a cap just trying to like hide his face, hide his eyes, so people won't recognize him because he hates being Bruce Wayne, and he hates that people recognize him as as bruce wayne wow so that's yeah that's that so you guys can sleep on that we're gonna wrap it up we went over time today i don't know if anyone has noodles boiling today but (laughs) it's a lot of fun i will let you guys go thanks for joining me uh before we leave though scotty you want to uh plug your youtube channel and tell everybody where to find you yeah man it's hawks holocrons pretty sure it comes up in search now i've been doing this for a while uh i just got Starlink as well so i'm gonna be doing a lot a lot of streaming some gaming streaming uh some solo talking about star wars theory mainly so yeah definitely come check me out i think i'm pretty close to 200 so goals you know let's get them to 200 yeah man steve anything you want to plug i got nothing <laughs> we're just gonna plug hawks holocron go there i got some live stream that's a lot of fun there so let's go there but anyway we're gonna wrap it up thanks you all for watching so much for watching you one week to the batman Bye. two months of dr strange And until then, may you be the master of your own universe.